Yeah, can we just start? We need to have trust. <laughs> I, th I think we do. You don't have messenger, do you? I do. Messaging. Oh my god, just go. <laughs> yeah, just What's start your messenger it. handle? <laughs> What's messen messenger? Isn't that just texting? I have no idea. <laughs> Let's talk about it after the podcast. Okay. Okay. I, I want you to tell us your, your messenger handle. It's begun. <laughs> no, not. I know what you're doing, sir. Um, I don't know what a messenger handle is, but hello and welcome back to the Oddity Film Society. It's been like three months or something. <laughs> yeah. I don't really know how long. Um, like January 10th, yeah. when you posted the Fargo one, and that of was like two weeks Of course Thomas before. knows. Um, it's 2.45 p.m. West, what? <laughs> Wednesday, March 6th. It's sunny out and negative 6 degrees Celsius. It's a little cloudy. There's some snow out there. It was pretty slippy when I came up here. It's pretty clear, though. The sky yeah. is blue. Yeah. Um, what else do I say? Uh, this Over the past like couple weeks, we've been watching a, a ghost story. Lost in Translation and the Elephant Man, and with me is Rhombus or right. Thomas, Emily, Anderson. I think I said I'm Hunter, but I'm not sure. Um, Rachel so, abandoned us, and so did Eddie. And what about news? I think we do first. Uh, yeah. Any any news items that you? I've forgotten. To it's been so long. Um, I probably had stuff. Uh, I did come across that uh, Rotten Tomatoes is changing the uh, the way that they deal with their public ratings um, because of trolls. Uh, this is the um, this is the comment from Rotten Tomatoes. We are disabling the comment function prior to a movie's release date. Unfortunately, we have seen a uptick in non-constructive input, sometimes bordering on trolling, which we believe is a disservice to our general readership. We have decided that turning off this feature for now is the best course of action. Don't worry, though. Fans will still get to have their say. Once a movie is released, audiences can leave a user rating and comments, as they always have. So I guess they're trying to get at uh, people rating a movie prior to it coming out and getting away from maybe something like what happened with the Ghostbusters reboot, where everybody hated it before they even saw it. I have confirmation on why Eddie isn't here. Oh. He said he didn't feel good, so we left earlier. Oh, boo. Time to return. And what kind of not feeling good? Okay. Do we have confirmation? Does he have a stuffy no, nose? I think that's... Or a sore throat? It's getting personal. Was he coughing? Okay, yeah, I'm not Does he feel gaseous? Him. Maybe bloated? I put down my phone. I'm Diarrhea? Okay. No, I don't know that. He didn't Constipation? Say. He didn't ask me any of that. Or is it mental? Is he sad? I don't know. I haven't seen Eddie in a couple days. Anxious? Does he need hugs? I don't know. Tell him to come here and we'll hug him. And I'm not going to take turns him. hugging him. I don't think you should put this on the internet. What? <laughs> if you're a teacher saying that to one of your students. Yeah, maybe you're right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I, I just worry about his well-being. Okay. I want him to be as... as, as uh, happy as possible. Yes. Should we be concerned? No, no he's nope. left school before because he feels sick. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He often thing. feels sick? No, it, I, I just know that sometimes he goes home because he feels oh. sick. Yeah. Okay. It's easier for him because his mom's the receptionist. That's true. He doesn't have to call home and try and get a hold of someone. Mm-hmm. Okay. I have some news. Um, okay. About the Rabbit remake that my neighbor is producing. Ooh. Okay. Can't really talk about it much, but... Um, is there a release date or something? 
Uh, not yet. I think maybe sometime in the summer, but that could change. Um, and so, like, there was a, they've, like, finished, uh, they've started to finish it. It's getting more polished looking. Um, and a lot of people are saying that it is very good, including it, though. I think it's, there's a, it's, it's got a positive outlook for this movie. It's good. Nothing? No. Uh, I have some news okay. that I'm angry about. Okay. Uh, previously on a podcast, I said how excited I was for Detective Pikachu. <laughs> and they keep on releasing trailers. I haven't been watching them, but I keep on seeing pictures from them, and it makes me angry. Because I like going into movies pretty blind. So I just wanted to ha- have that anger. anger without. And what have you seen that is upsetting you? Just anything? No, just like... I think I can pretty much guess the plot now from what just the the trailers, like just the pictures that I've seen in the trailer that I did see. Okay. Yeah. Um, there's uh, some interest in Rami Malek uh, playing the villain in the next Bond movie. Well, I think I heard about that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you're hearing about it again. Right. Yeah. Any... Any interest? No. No? None at all? None? No. Who's the next Bond? Uh, it's still Daniel Craig. Still, yeah. Yeah, he keeps on saying he's never coming back, and then he comes back. Yeah. I money. imagine he's just holding out for money. the best Bond. Well, you're entitled to that opinion. Who do you think Even if it's wrong. One? Roger Moore, Roger obviously. Moore, yeah. Moonraker. Best one. Jaws. Piers Brosnan is pretty amazing as well. Not um, as good. It was Roger mm. Moore. Who would you say? Oh, like, I think... Daniel Craig, because he looks best without a shirt on? No, actually, I don't like Daniel Craig. Okay. His face weirds me out. Mm, that's really nice. <laughs> I know. Can you imagine how sad he's going to feel after he's... Yeah, yeah, you say yeah that? I know. Right now. <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, Steven Spielberg wants all Netflix movies to be disqualified from the Oscars. Really? Why? Why? Um, I think um, it has something to do with the way that they are produced that he doesn't feel like they're they're a real film how are they produced differently Buster Scruggs yeah what about it wasn't oh that was up for that was a Netflix movie and it was up for Um, best music Roma was that's a Netflix movie okay um, Spielberg said once you commit to a television format, you're a TV movie. You certainly, if it's a good show, deserve an Emmy, but not an Oscar. I don't believe films that are just given token qualifications in a couple of theaters for less than a week should qualify for the Academy Award nomination. Yeah. And so, I think he wants a better chance at getting an Oscar. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. That's what it sounds like. It sounds uh, bitter. I'm not sure that there are a lot of Netflix movies that have been produced that would really be up there. Yeah. in those discussions anyways but I think he's more on a uh, it, he's a traditionalist I think maybe yeah. in that regard because one of the qualifications for a film to be up for an Oscar is it has to be released in a theater and it has to play for a certain amount of time really? I forget how long that is I think did, it's a couple weeks did Buster Scruggs ever come out in theaters? I think so I think, I think it was originally released yeah or simultaneously the same, I think same with uh, Hold the Dark. 
yeah? I'm pretty sure it was released at some I time. I really like that movie. I don't. I was really disappointed. That's too bad. Uh, I know. I can kind of see his point, uh, but I'm not sure I really care. No. And then Netflix released this. We love cinema. Here are some things we also love. Access for people who can't always afford or live in towns without theaters. Letting everyone everywhere enjoy releases at the same time. Giving filmmakers more ways to share art. These things are more... Oh, I'm sorry. These things are not mutually exclusive. Which I think that's a pretty eloquent response. Does Spielberg really need more awards? No. Is he going to win any more awards? I don't know. Ready Player One. Did he, I didn't see it. Did he win? Or, Me neither. Or was that? It didn't look I don't think. Did, no, it, it, did didn't. it win an award? I don't think so. Oh. I didn't watch the Oscars. I just heard about it. Uh, so that was a, uh, a news item. Uh, what else? Uh, there's uh, Hunter, are you a fan of the Critters series? I heard about Josh told me about this. I'm pretty excited. I haven't seen the trailer yet. A new Critters uh, trailer, Critters the Binge. Um, would you like to watch the trailer? I'll watch it. Would you like to watch it now? Let's I'll watch, watch it now. Let's Please watch it, it now Let's and then do. respond. Okay. Yeah, Are you like sure? what we did sure. with Farmageddon. It turned okay. out to be really bad looking. Uh, yeah, it, it looked pretty horrible. Okay, um, we are going to pause our recording and we're going to watch Critters the Binge uh, okay. trailer and then we'll, uh, we'll come back. I like Critters Bite Back as a possible title. Cause, you know, like coming back and they're biting back. Yeah, I like that. All right. So we're back, and we just uh, we just watched the the trailer for for Critters. Uh, what's it called? The new binge. The new binge, I think. And um, and uh, so Thomas has a question, a query. I haven't seen any of the other Critters movies. Are they like campy with like bad acting in them? The first two are pretty good. Movies. The acting's fine. Yeah, in the it has like the original. walls in the first one. Yeah. So the they're definitely B movies, but, but they're, they're like, B movies made with with care and attention to detail, so and they're funny intentionally. So yeah. that so what's uh, going on with this? I don't think it. Uh, it looks awful. Yeah, I heard I heard the trailer looked awful. Maybe maybe it'll come together in post production. Yeah, they look the critters look awful themselves too. They do, but the thing that seemed the worst was uh, the acting and the effects. Oh, um, okay. and, like well, at least they went with puppetry as opposed to CG. Yeah. Um. But I don't know. When I see a critter like smoking weed, that seems kind of. They did like lame. dumb stuff in the original, like they would swear and stuff, but like. They dressed one up in a suit and had it speaking English in this trailer. Oh, yeah. Oops. It's, it's, I got a Gremlins 2 vibes mm -hmm. from that. Yeah. But it worked in Gremlins 2. It might work here. You don't think it worked in Gremlins 2? Um, was that the, was that the, the super the, smart? The smart Gremlin, yeah. Yeah. Who, who voiced him again? I forget. Gremlins 2 is fine. I love it. Uh, I think I like it more than the first. I definitely prefer the first. Sorry. Uh, Gremlins 2 is, is a really interesting sequel, though, because it just sort of goes crazy yeah. Um, yeah this looks pretty pretty horrendous yeah I think are I'm you like, excited no no not anymore I haven't even seen the third or fourth I heard they're skippable I watched them one day but I didn't even know that there was a third and a fourth mm -hmm. I only knew there was two the third one has Leonardo DiCaprio in his first film role. oh really yeah okay how is he I don't know I haven't seen oh, it okay yeah you mentioned that yeah. I wasn't really paying attention the first two are really good though 
Which is the one with the uh, the stable gag? Is that the first? That's one? the second one. Second one. Yeah. The second one is like the entire town, and the first one's just the farmhouse. Um, Ari Esther's follow-up uh, movie has a trailer out as well. The guy did Hereditary. Oh, okay. Um, it's supposed to be about um, uh, like a Scandinavian folk horror story. Mm. It's kind of witchy, maybe. Maybe. Uh, I'm I'm really interested. I uh, I also really want to go back and watch Hereditary again. Mm-hmm. I watched the ending of it because my mom was watching it, and I came into the room and. Her reaction to the ending was really funny. Why? She was just, like, confused and weirded out. Okay. Did she enjoy it? I think so, yeah. My dad hates horror movies, and he walked through and he saw it, and he was like, yep, I'm not watching this, and he just walked away. Okay. Uh, Any other news items you'd like to talk about? Um, I think, I don't know if we've tried to talk about this, but there's, I didn't, I watched, like, half of it, not even, but there's a trailer for us. The new oh, yeah. Jordan Peele movie, which I'm pretty excited for. I the most that I've seen from that is like a um, picture, a uh, like a large installation advertisement at a theater, okay. where when you walk past it, it kind of changes. It uses oh, almost yeah. like a like holographic, ridiculous. almost yeah. like that, but it's, it's all cardboard, and oh, so okay. like when you look at it from one direction, like it looks like. Pardon me. Lenticular. I don't know what that means. Like those. Like, like the picture kind of like that like, but but with a like a holographic kind of stuff it's just like it looks um, like cardboard you look at it one front. way the cardboard yeah. is facing you this yeah. way oh. and then you walk past it and the cardboard like you can't see it because it's too skinny and then when you walk to the other side you get a different image oh, that's cool. like the billboard on highway 20 when you're coming in that way I don't know. how it changes yeah imagine was... imagine it stopped halfway through its change and then like went like this so, like, you'd look at it from one side and it would say, like, one thing and then you'd look at it from the other. Anyways. Yeah, I think um, I know what the one you're talking about. It's like, like this, it's like this, and you view it like this, and then like this, and then like this, yes. right? Yeah. yeah. Um, Hunter just kind of panned. Yeah. yeah. Um, the, this is where different panning yeah. locations. Uh, and it's just like, you see the members of the family um, okay. in one way and they look normal, and then you see the family a different way, and it's creepy. Uh, I'm excited too. I didn't love. I kind of loved get yeah. get out. Yeah. I, I I enjoyed it quite a bit, and I think it might have just been like the hype machine was was. I've seen it like two much. or three times now, and I still really like it. That was one of the only movies that I missed last year, which I kind of wish I didn't. I can lend it like, if you need it. If you want to watch. I have it here. Okay. I think that was like a was like the second movie we watched. I think right? so. It was really early. Mm-hmm. It was, it, I'm not saying that it's it's bad. I just don't think that it lived up to the the expectations that I had for it. Um, okay, uh, what we watched. All right. Without going crazy. I, I won't go crazy. I don't have that much actually. I think I'll I'll just do I'll do two. Um, went to see Lego. Okay. Movie yeah. two. I saw that one too. I saw that um, one too. And we went on the uh, one of those really windy days. Okay, yeah. And went to the Penn Center, and about an hour and 35 minutes into it, the power cut. Oh. oh. Just as Emmett was jumping to the top of the wedding. Oh, no. To did destroy you, it all. Did you get that? To it that? just cut. And, uh, and so we were given uh, two free passes each, one to make up for um, having the movie 
and um, and then another one to uh, to suck up to us, and we have not gone back to to see it. So I would say from what I saw, it's a pretty severe drop off from the original. I don't think it's as good. I still really loved yeah. it though. Yeah, I I found myself pretty bored in a lot of it, and I found a lot of the jokes really lame. I find it different. I, like I have a weird problem with like both the Lego movies that I've seen in this one and Into the Spider-Verse, where, like, there's so many jokes that, like, I can't keep up with it. Like, I'm laughing at something that happened, like, a minute ago still. Yeah, I don't know. I really liked it, and I thought it was really funny. And I like the musical numbers. Okay. I like... Yeah, I can tell you disagree, but... I like the... Bruce Willis. The Bruce Willis scenes. Like, I found that pretty... <laughs> it's like, pretty, it's like pretty I don't live here. I totally have a home. I just scooch on by. And it's actually him, too. Which yeah, yes. it was cute. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't really sound like him, though. It wasn't him, though. I yeah. thought it sounded like him. It was, yeah, kind of, yeah. It kind of sounded like he wasn't giving his all. I don't think, I think that's just modern Bruce Willis. <laughs> I, I was pretty tired with a lot of the characters. Um, like the Metal Beard and Batman. I was pretty, pretty over. I, th- I thought the movie telegraphed itself harshly, and you could see where everything was going. Did you like the new characters? Uh, I thought the Empress queen, was okay. The queen, yeah. yeah, I liked her a lot. I didn't really care for the other like space lady. No, and I was surprised. I thought there'd be more to that character. Mm-hmm. She was like on all the posters. Yeah. Too, yeah. Um, I think that was a little bit of like sleight of hand. They didn't want you to, to know where the movie was going. Uh, the uh, Rex... Yeah, Rex, Rex yeah. Dangerbaz didn't do a lot. For I, th- I me. liked him. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh! I was gonna, I was gonna say something. Are you gonna ever go see it again? Yeah. Yeah. I really wanted to. Talk I know, something. like he's the bad guy, obviously, right? And yeah. he was angry because he was left under a washing machine for a while or something. Okay. Is that what happens? The can we, yeah. Okay. There's a really good thing in it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, like it's. That makes you really depressed at one point. I kind of like the sparkly vampires. I like them. The glampires, I think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I, I did think that it was nowhere near as clever as the original. Mm-hmm. I don't think so either. I, just, I still think it's a really good movie, though. Uh, I, I think... I liked how they, they did start it, like, almost. Like, not right after, but at the same time. Like, the recap, yeah. I think, yeah, fills the gap of... really well. Mm-hmm. I think the the first Lego movie and the Lego Batman movie are the two best ones, mm-hmm. in my opinion. I didn't love the Lego Batman. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think the Ninjago movie is probably the best. I haven't seen oh. that. I really want to watch that. I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> no, it's pretty bad. Oh, okay. Well, it's not bad. I, I would probably say, though, I like the, the Ninjago movie better than this Lego movie. Did you watch the, the Ninjago TV show? I've seen it. I've seen while bits, kids, yeah. my kids are watching it. I used to watch it. Yeah, like flipping through channels. Oh yeah. Say, yeah. No, I would put it on. I would Good just old sit days there. of 2011. The it's still on, I think. Yeah, I think so. I think it's like coming to an end. They the other thing that I watched uh, that I'll mention, and I think you watched it as well. Uh, You're never really here. I haven't done yet. Oh, you have. No. Okay. Um, I really do. I Joaquin really Phoenix. An incredible performance. It's uh, it's a it's a very arty. If you imagine like a, a Liam Neeson, revenge. Yeah, kind of movie where he plays like a, a sort of tough guy, but done as an art film, with way better acting. 
not that Liam Neeson is bad, but mm. Joaquin Phoenix is amazing. Yeah, and uh, like it's one of those movies. Not a lot really happens. And I heard it's like dry, like, kinda. Kinda. Um, I think it was Josh's a, favorite or second favorite of the year. Of the year, it's like Paddington it's really was good. his favorite. Uh, it plays a lot with what you see and what you don't see. Um, things are shot in a really interesting way. Like what most other movies would would highlight and show possibly in slow motion and in like multiple cuts from different angles. This movie doesn't even show you at all. Like it's like a lot of the action is like what well, what just happened. I don't know because you didn't see it. Um, yeah, I, I highly recommend it. But I can also see it as being a movie that a lot of people would really not enjoy. Alright. Uh, I'll go next. Okay. Um, Did you say I'll go? I'll go next. Um, I saw Glass. Okay. I loved Glass. I know people hate it. They're saying it's like one of M. Night's worst movies, but I really liked it. I thought it capped off the that trilogy well. Did I mention that I saw uh, Split? No. Have we talked about that? No. Okay, so we it's been so long since yeah. we were together, but I did watch Split. Uh, oh, wait, no, I think you did last time. Never, you can recap, though. Okay. Uh, I liked it. Um, I think I had a couple logical problems that I mentioned to you, but yeah. how the, the captive girls seem to uh, look clean and taken mm-hmm. care of, and I think the main star is, like, she's even, like, prettier and more dolled up by the time the movie ends <laughs> than when it started, which is a little unusual uh the performances were pretty strong i liked how tight and small it felt i know you didn't like the beast it just i didn't like him crawling on the walls it seemed a little silly in a universe where the superheroes are relatively grounded Mm -hmm. that crawl like him pulling a spider-man just seemed odd to make him powerful and large even like his body alter to a degree i found okay um, but him crawling on like a drywall wall or like something where like you would not be able to have like handholds and you didn't see his fingers like yeah. gripping into the the material either uh, that just seemed weird that like, he he would just develop the ability to stick to walls mm. have you seen it no okay that sounds weird though it does um, I think I think it builds up to it well enough like the I think the build is fine I, I like the foreshadowing of, of him arriving I think it's a really well made movie uh, it's just that one scene was a little goofy uh, I also saw a, a ghost stories or just ghost stories oh yeah and and um, <laughs> is it as amazing as Eddie said no and it's not as bad as you say either um I like the stories in themselves, but like the wraparound story, I didn't like. Do you understand the praise that Eddie gave it? I do, and I also understand the hate you give it. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I, the wraparound, I, I think, just really, it's insultingly bad, and and the whole idea of this guy doing detective work on these supernatural occurrences when there's there's no detective work being done, like his whole purpose of going to these places I, I think maybe if they could have wrapped it around a little different instead of him being a uh, what would you call him like a, a supernatural he's like a paranormal investigator kind yeah of? but he, he's debunker he discredits yeah he's a debunker instead of him being a debunker if he could have been like a a true story writer mm-hmm. and he was going around interviewing people and visiting places so that he could publish a book 
I think that that would have worked a lot better. But the entire premise of this guy going around to discredit things that 15 years later you can't do that. Like, I, I don't understand his role for the entirety of the movie. It works with his backstory, kind of, but, like, the, the actual work that he does I don't like. Like, like him talking to the priest was all right, but when he goes to the woods to look where, like, the kid's car stopped, yeah. he's like, what are you doing there? You're not going to get anything. But if he was a writer, wouldn't that make more sense? Yeah. That he's, he's there to get the atmosphere and he's yeah. making notes and then creepy But then it doesn't happen. work with, like, the rap, with, like, the wraparound ending. I guess you just write it differently then. Well, I'm not really sure what would work like how it would work differently like the whole tunnel thing and, and everything mm-hmm. why would you say that, that wouldn't work because uh, like the whole reason he's a debunker is because like that because kind of, like that's his way of dealing with his grief but he never becomes a debunker he, in the first scene that's all you get I guess when he goes on stage when the guy when there's like the guys like the phony guy who's being read stuff through his earpiece yeah, I, like that's but I don't think that he needs to be a debunker for the whole cave yeah. thing at the end okay. because he's yeah. never really a debunker, right? Yeah. Is that what we're supposed right. to make out of the end? Kinda. Like, I don't want to get into spoilers, really, and I don't overly remember the movie. Okay. It was that good that you yeah. don't remember it. I remember the stories. Like, If it was set up kind of like um, The Haunting of Hill House, the one brother who's the, the true... Mm-hmm. That's what or I was going to say when you said right if there. it was, if that opening scene was more him visiting somebody like how you're introduced to that character, I think the wraparound story would have not seemed nearly as ridiculous. I really hated the second one at first when it was the guy, it like the car stops. It's kind of comedic that one. Uh-huh. I hated how comedic it was at first, but after a while, I kind of liked that one more. But I think the first one's the best. Good setting. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I think that it relies kind of on that. If you enjoyed that, you should see session nine, I think is what okay. it's called. It uh, takes place in an old abandoned mental institution that is going to be demolished. And so it was basically just an excuse for the filmmaker to use a setting before it's destroyed. And so they just go in with a, a really small crew of characters and the the story is relatively small. It gets maybe a little silly, but the atmosphere is incredible, and they they just let this building do what it naturally does, and it just horrifies you. All right. I think it's session nine or session eight. I'll check into it. Okay. What else? Uh, I watched some. I watched two Charles Van classics, uh, Demonic Toys and Doll Man, uh, both great. Uh, but so now now I have to watch a. Weird channels, so I can watch puppet or demonic toys versus doll man, so that I can watch demonic toys two, so that I can watch demonic toys versus puppet master, so I can continue again with puppet master. Cause you have to make a stop to watch all these movies to understand the story, even though the story doesn't make any sense. Um, I saw Wreck two, the sequel to the Spanish horror film Wreck or Record, whatever you want to say. I think Wreck is on uh, Netflix. It is now, yeah. Uh, they're really great movies, very scary. I think. Uh, how do you feel about the first one compared to the second? The first one I think is better and scarier. I don't like. At first, I didn't like how they explain what happens in the first one and the second, but it kind and it was. But it was what I was thinking was happening anyway. So kind of worked. Like didn't bother me as much, and uh, they they expand on it in ways. But just and it's all okay. I'm kind of rambling now. Um, like it's about a SWAT team going in, so I thought it was gonna be like action packed, but it's even less action than the first one. Uh, which is cool. Um, 
Yeah, I recommend both of them. I haven't seen the third or fourth or the American remakes, so I don't know about those, but I recommend those movies there. Uh, I saw The Kid Who Would Be King. Oh, I wanted to see that. It was in another theaters in like yeah. a Like two weeks day. or something, yeah. yeah. It was amazing. It might be my okay. favorite of the year. Oh, um, that was... The same Cornish, director right? as... Uh, Joe Cornish? Maybe. I don't know his name, but he directed Attack on Attack the Block. Yeah, Joe yeah. Cornish. It was, it was great. Yeah, similar? Are there... Uh, not overly, no. No? Because Attack the Block is, like, it's kind of a... It's kind of a kid's movie, in a way. And yeah. that, like, it focuses on, like, adolescence mm. in, like, a, a bizarre struggle. But this is... Is this kiddier? It, yeah, it's more kiddie, yeah. Okay. Does it have emotional heft? Yeah. Because that's what I thought was really nice about um, Attack the Block. There was... Like, it was funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there is some heart in it as well in a movie that would normally not. Yeah, there's a bit with, like... Like, part of the kid's adventures, like... This isn't a spoiler or anything, but to like, he thinks to solve uh, how to like defeat the bad guys, he has to go find his dad, and that's part of it. Okay. Like his relationship with his mom and dad. I saw Predator, like the original one. I loved it. First one, time. First time, yeah. It's the one, original. Yeah. Okay. It's one of my new favorite movies. It, I thought it was amazing. Like Jesse Bonnie Ventura. Yeah. Thank God, down to bleed. Yeah. He's it, incredible. He is. Did you like the? Uh, ridiculous level of testosterone that's pumping through everybody's well especially, especially I think maybe the first 15 minutes of yeah when they do like, like the <laughs> yeah it, it is so yeah. of it's time it's and amazing do you think it was supposed to be comical I think I think the opening when it's like them just kind of like like oh look how cool we are and muscly but then like after the scene where uh, Shane Black is killed mm-hmm. I think that's when it like that kind of stops and it goes into like the darker territory with them all being hunted and brutally murdered but then again or it kind of hints at that with the uh, corpses being strung up yeah because it, it, it's almost humorously homoerotic yes especially in the beginning with when they first meet up and he's in the back corner having their banter back and forth yeah I just I wonder if that's if that was just the time yeah and we recognize it now because we're being removed from it or if change it wasn't Shane Black, was it, that directed it? Uh, no. No. I forget who directed it, yeah. Um, it's, oh. Also. McTiernan? Is it McTiernan? I don't know, but also Bill Duke, who's the guy who is constantly shaving throughout the movie. <laughs> shaving Him the and off. Ventura's relationship could also be seen as that. Like, they're really, really, really close. Like, after he dies, he goes on a, like, rampage. Oh, she's yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, run up a hill with that, yeah. like, Yeah. Yeah. I love that scene where they're just where the predator's already gone, but they shoot like oh a gosh. thousand bullets at like, For like this one five tree. Minutes. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> um, I w- watched FGF as I call it on the podcast again. Okay, so Sorry. just just so you know, yeah. um, so it was uh, uh, John McTiernan who is the director of Die Hard. Oh wow! wow. So that was the it, it was one year before Die Hard and. Like, I think McTiernan's the kind of director that he's kind of aware of what he's doing mm-hmm. when he's doing it. And then, I think Die Hard's a bit better, but I... Oh, Die Hard's yeah. much better, but they're very different movies, yeah. too. Uh, FGF, as I call it. Freddy. Uh, God. Oh. Yeah. 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 Um, I watched that for Josh's birthday because he wanted to watch that one with his friends. It's so disgusting and horrible and horrific, but I, I feel bad for saying that I like it because of what happens in the movie, but... It, and I don't want to recommend it, so I'm just not going to say that. Okay. Um, I saw Warner Road, which is a 
locally made horror yeah. movie about the Screaming Tunnel. It wasn't that great, but it, like it's kind of nice to see something lo- locally made and about a local, a local urban message. Uh, message, uh, or legend. It's uh, made in Niagara Falls. Oh, wow. I live on Warner Road. You do? I do. Really? We were down there. Mm-hmm. We were looking for the Screaming Tunnel. We couldn't find it. I live on, like, way at the other end. It okay. actually, it divides. Yeah, so yeah, we're, yeah, we were on the wrong way. side of the road, so we were probably okay. close to you. What is the Screaming Tunnel? Uh, the, well, there's different versions of the story. The one Did I, you find it? Uh, no, we didn't find it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, the story I know is that, like, there's a, like, drunkard father guy, and during, like, when he was really angry and drunk, he, like, he accidentally, like, lit the house on fire. And from that, the daughter got lit on fire. She tried to run through the tunnel to get to the other side to, like, go into, like, a pond or something to wash off. It was a creek. It was a creek, yeah. And halfway through, she died there. Mm-hmm. And, like, if you go to the middle and you light a match, it burns out. I think you can hear whispering or something. Um, yeah, she's supposed to scream. Okay. If you light a ton, it's supposed yeah. to be at midnight or, yeah. or at the time of her death. Yeah. Um, we used to go there when I was... I wanted to go, age, but... Um, yeah. Pretty frequently. Yeah. Uh, one time... Uh, we went through the tunnel, and nothing weird, like no screams, no yeah. whisperings or anything. But uh, one time we uh, we went to the end, we went to the forest that's on the other side where the, the creek is, and there was a garbage bag that was just full of meat. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh. A similar weird story. Like when I was young, we used to make like little short movies, like out okay. in the woods. And we went to the spot that we had never really been to before. We started filming like like comedy horror shorts there. And the one we just like we were just walking around and we found this big pile of like chicken fat. It was like it was like almost like three quarters of a meter high. It was like really like, it was there's so much there. Kind of like something the witch from the witch would have used, perhaps. No, it was just like maybe not even just all fat, but just like chicken and chicken fat, okay. like just pieces of it, like not like dead chickens, just the meat. It was okay. so weird. I have, I've, uh, I can probably find it if. I don't know. No, I'm okay. <laughs> yeah, it was really weird. I have a story. Um, All right. <laughs> this is less less interesting, yeah. but it it has it it is like a I wonder how it got there. But I was this was in like grade one, I think. I was at uh, uh, an old friend of mine Andrew's house. They had like they had this big house with like this big this like massive pond in their backyard. It was like one of the types of with, with all like the green like moss on the water and like the big like low hanging trees and we were like we were playing out there and then we saw something on the, the on the on like the in the floating in the water and we pulled it in and it was a briefcase and we opened it up and there was like credit cards and like receipts in it and Baby then we just Cooper. looked at each other and was like it was like we're not telling anybody about this <laughs> Did you take the credit cards and try to use them? No, oh. we just like left it there and we just never talked about it again. <laughs> so I don't know how it got there. I don't know. Baby Cooper. Apart. Yeah. Uh, I also saw Predator Two, which I don't think is as nearly as bad as people say. I think I, I liked it. It's not nearly as good. Like, main probably you don't care about anyone. So when they're getting hacked up, you don't really care. And then I also saw Predators, which I really liked. Oh, yeah? Almost more than Predator. It, like, almost feels like Fury Road to uh, The Road Warrior. Like, okay. that. I saw it, and I, I thought it was pretty forgettable. I, I really liked it. Okay. But it was great. Uh, and I thought the premise was interesting. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
one you know the show Amazing World of Gumball? Yeah. That show? Okay, it's <laughs> it's this show. I watched one episode because it was made by these uh, creators that I like who made a YouTube show called Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared, if you know that. That was the same people. Yeah, they oh, made one episode where everything yeah. was felt. Yeah, yeah okay. Cause it was so I just watched that one episode. It was all right. It was kind of funny. That's all I have. Thomas? Um, all right, that's all I have to say. Get back. No. Okay, I'm going to run through this quickly because we haven't done a podcast in a while. I watched Mystery Men with oh, <laughs> Tom Waits. Star. Starring Tom Waits. Yeah. He's not really starring. He's in it for about thirty-five seconds. Oh, what, He's what the um, the gadget guy, I think, if I remember. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, He's yeah. in a junkyard, I believe. Yeah, oh, it's been totally forever since I've seen it. I, I don't think it's a very good movie. Smash Mouth. <gasps> it's. <laughs> I don't know why I'm so offended by that. <laughs> um, it is one of the few movies that I actually enjoy. Uh, what's his name? In? Ben Stiller. Yeah, I don't like Ben Stiller. He just seems so angry all the time. Um, and uh, and I just think that personality type. Uh, I ignore them. I, I, hmm? I always ignore them if they're from the states. Yeah, I wouldn't. <laughs> um, I usually find. Yep, that's such a nine. I, it's not a great movie. Okay. Um, it's not necessarily campy and silly, but it's it, for use of atmosphere and location. It's pretty phenomenal. You hear people talk about how like the setting is a character. Like that's. The spleen grossed me out. The spleen? Yeah. yeah. I, d- I thought it was really fun and quirky. Um, like, definitely very much of a, a certain time. Mm-hmm. Um, Jeffrey Rush is pretty fun. Uh, yeah, it's, it's funny seeing him before Parts of the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. You should see Shine. He's a really good actor when he's not hamming it up in really bad Hollywood things. Um, I watched... Uh, just kind of here and there of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I don't really have much to say about it. It's a pretty funny show. Um, I watched Bird Box. I still want to see that. I I heard it's awful, but I still want to see it. I've heard really mixed things about it. I thought it was pretty good. I think uh, um, it's got some good acting in it. Uh, John Malkovich is good in it. He's just kind of John Malkovich, though. And he yells a lot. <laughs> but uh, I guess if, if you haven't seen it, I won't talk about it much. I watched Swiss Army Man. Besides the beginning and the end, I think it's amazing. You know, well, how does it start? Oh, it starts, it starts with the like, island. Yeah. yeah. What's wrong with the beginning? The beginning, well, okay, no. I like the beginning, it's about when he rides him off the island. I don't like that. The end. And I don't like the ending. I think the, I don't think it's... He doesn't ride him off the island. Okay, at the very beginning, he, he he farts off the island. <laughs> like he rides him off oh, the yeah, island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't really like that because I think it's too much of an ex- escalation at first. And I don't like the ending when he, like, he farts off into the sea again. Well, I think everybody... you're supposed to imagine that he's just crazy. Yeah. But then everybody see. I I really don't think the ending. They stuck the landing on the ending. I thought the beginning was. Fine. I don't think there's any landing. <laughs> I think they just. I don't know. They just. They just kept on going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you like it? I liked it. Yeah. I like all the montages, and I love yeah. Oh, the whole movie yeah. is a single montage. <laughs> well, you all of it. That? Yeah, because he said the same thing oh. to me. And I love how all the It's mu- like they don't know how to tell a story <laughs> or develop characters, so we're just going to play really independent, like, sappy music. I, I love the music. It's, it's just them going, like, bop, bop, bop. I love that so oh, well, much. Because they're, they're just saying what they're doing. It's like, yeah. they're just thinking about, like, Popcorn and is like, now, I, now I'm a machine gun. I thought that, I liked that yeah, part when he was, was like... Great. And they're like catching the fish and stuff. 
I, I think my frustration comes from my sheer desire to love the movie. Okay. I really want to. Um, before that, I only got like, being excited for a movie before I, that one. I, I was didn't so know, excited for it. I didn't really know much about it. I read the thing and it said, uh, blah, 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 finds a body with seemingly magical powers. And I was like, okay. And so I like watched it and I, I wasn't expecting it. And I, and I enjoyed it a lot. Um, I watched just kind of here and there with Ash vs. Evil Dead. Uh, not much to say about that either. It's a pretty good show. Um, too bad that it's canceled. Uh, Ash, is, mm-hmm. Ash is not a character anymore at all. Yeah. You're tired the role of Ash. Yeah. Um, I watched Okja. Oh, I loved Okja. It was so cute. Until it wasn't. Yeah, and then it got like super dark and disturbing. And then, yeah. Like, bolt gunning like the. Yeah, I was thinking about that bit thing. where they like drug it. And... Oh yeah! Oh yeah. yeah! That was horribly disturbing. Yeah. Yeah. Other than that, it was good. <laughs> um. Another one with Paul Dano. Yeah. 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 Which, um, and Gus from Breaking Bad is in it. Was he? Yeah, he's not that big of a part, but he's like the. I don't know, like oh, he's Tilda Swinton. Like, he's the other Tilda Swinton's campaign manager. Right? Yeah. yeah, okay. Like the bad Tilda Swinton. Yeah. Um, I watched Into the Spider-Verse. Can we talk about this? Because we didn't get to talk about it. Like I don't remember much of it, but uh, um, sure, why not? I thought it was a much better Big Hero 6. I loved it. I thought it was amazing. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was great. Possibly too. one of my favorite, possibly my favorite superhero movie. Yeah, I thought it was visually beautiful, incredible. The ink dots. So glad you finally like one. Cross-hatching. One movie? What? Are, a superhero are you, movie. Oh. Because you're always. I'm, I'm just I'm burned out. Um, the, this re, the, but this one. This reinvigorate you. I don't think it reinvigorated me, but uh, it's nice to see somebody doing something new. Mm-hmm. Especially with like material that's. Old as well. What do you think of Kingpin? I love his design. Like <laughs> that was one of my favorite parts of the movie. Yeah. How he like take up the entire frame. His design, I think, is his, his my head favorite. is just like right. His head yeah. is just like in the middle. He was great. He's always like. It's like you couldn't even fit him on screen. Yeah, like in the end, like he's right up there, facing up, and like you can't. It's just black. Everything in his face. It's great. There's a. It's a surprising amount of violence. Like he, yeah. like he kills Peter Parker. Yeah, like within the, like the first like ten minutes. Mm-hmm. You know, there's all those different universes, so it's not. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a Peter Parker, but it's not. The who's oh, your yeah. favorite Spider? Uh, maybe Spider-Man Noir. I liked him too. Like, Nick Cage. It's like the year's 1933, and I love killing Nazis <laughs> a lot. <laughs> like that was his introduction. Yeah. And he brings back the uh, Rubik's cube. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what was that? I just like, I don't know what this is, but I'm taking it. Yeah. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very excited to see it again. Okay. When does it come out on Blu-ray? Two weeks. Wow. I'm very excited to see it now. Yeah. Oh, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> well, Spider-Man dies in the first ten minutes. It's a very that. short movie. They do. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, round up all the gluten, though. 
good callback. <laughs> is that is that podcast? I don't even think that podcast is out. I don't know where I make the gluten thing. I don't know. Okay, well, I guess that's we lost a few. Yeah. Um. Watch some of Better Call Saul season one or Better Call Ball. Has was it your dad that goes with that? Yeah. Um, not my first time seeing it, uh, but it's a pretty good show. I think it's a worthy spinoff to Breaking Bad. Um, some nice callbacks with characters um, that are no that were no longer living in uh, Breaking Bad, but come back in this because it's a prequel. Um, I watched the movie Look Who's Back oh. which is a movie about uh, supposedly Hitler wakes up after like 70 years supposedly um, and uh, you know everybody just thinks he's a, like this really good comedian and I won't say much about it but it's got a really like nihilistic ending and it gets kind of sad and depressing but it starts out as a funny comedy. And it's got uh, that teller guy from Run Lola Run. Oh, okay. Um, why does that poster keep falling? There's a ghost. I keep, it needs I keep, new sticky stuff. I keep putting is that the one that I put up and fell down? Yeah. Oh, whoops. <laughs> oh, no, no, it's not. Mine's still up there. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, I, keep, I keep going back and putting it up. Oh, that one? The one that you put up? It has to be uh, raised because it's on the door that opens up. It's like uh, half on the door. I'm not raising it. I almost fell over putting that thing up. Which one? The plan knife? No, the one next to it. Uh, it's an inquiry-based yeah, poster. Okay, um, pick one more thing. Oh, I got the... <laughs> That's not on the list. No, um, I'm just going to run through a bunch of them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yay! <laughs> the Quick and the Dead. I don't Pretty know good. This. Just say the names. Um, Drag Me to Hell. Ooh. Pretty good. Great. Original Mary Poppins movie. That was a good movie to watch. The first time I watched it. Um, the episode from Tales, of the Crypt, Tales from the Crypt, Cutting Cards, with Lance Hendrickson. Is uh, pretty good. If you haven't seen it, it's 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 kind of violent actually, but it's about two like gamblers who just like hate each other. You don't know why, but they do, and it gets pretty good. Have you seen other of the movies? Actually, I think there's more than two. Isn't M Night Shyamalan bringing it back? I don't know. I've heard and talk. And heard Jordan Peele's br- bringing back The Twilight, Twilight Zone. Zone. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh yeah. There's a. Tales from the Crypt Demon Knight. I think I've heard that. And one Tales one. from the Crypt Bordello of Blood. Those this one was just two. like a the TV show. Yeah. TV um, show. You're speaking so, me now. TV show. <laughs> uh, Demon Knight's pretty good. Um, crap, who's in it? It's got uh, Billy Zane is incredible. Isn't and he in it? Tremor? Or not Critters? Was Billy Zane in Critters? Pretty sure he's in the first yeah. one, okay. yeah. Um, and... Uh, the guy who plays the Grim Reaper from Bill and Ted's, isn't it? Or the guy who's the bad guy from Die Hard 2. The guy that does the naked Tai Chi. Oh, <laughs> he's uh, Robert Pattinson. Yes. Yeah. It's. I think that both of you probably really enjoy it. You know, Robert Pattinson is most known for Twilight. I don't know why you didn't like... No, oh, we're not talking about him. 
Patterson? Isn't that Patterson? Patterson, I think. He, he's also a Terminator 2. The liquid metal guy. That's no, Robert that's Patrick. a different guy. No, but he, What? Robert Patrick. Yeah, he's the... He is in it, but he's like a bit part in Die Hard 2. Oh, he is? I thought he was the main villain. Oh, okay. No, he's one of the... Oh, whoops. But he is in it. Um, I also watched Moon. Um, I want to watch that. I don't really it's know pretty it. good. Um, I think it's got a good atmosphere. And it's um, kind of got a happy, sad ending. Um, I watched Mary Poppins Returns in theaters. Same. It's okay. What did you think? Oh, that? his name's Will Sadler. What did you think of Mary Poppins? I liked it. Okay, yeah. I was right. He is in Critters. Um, I watched the Lego Movie 2. It's okay. We talked about it already a little bit. Um, watched the original RoboCop movie. I want to see that. I think it's a it's a good satire, and there's a lot of funny like fake commercials, has like cutscenes in it. Um, watched the Step Brothers, or just Step Brothers. Weird movie. Whenever I I always find myself like going back to that movie, like I'll be I'll be like watching a movie with my older brother. We'll, like, start something. It's like, oh, this isn't very good. And then we always just kind of go back to the stepbrothers. That's kind of like a fallback. Like, we don't watch it often, but I've probably seen it, like, three times now. Um, I watched uh, The Deader the Better, which is probably a movie here nobody's heard of. It's a short film by James Rolfe, I think. Um... Okay, sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, but what? I was looking at the cast of Critters, and it says Adolf Hitler as himself. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Why? Is there a clip M- in the movie? Maybe. <laughs> I don't. I don't remember him being in the movie. What? Um. What? What? Wait. Does he have a read up? What's his read up? <laughs> it's just his history. What? He's also under miscellaneous crew for airplane. I can get that one as a joke in there, but... What? What we do in the shadows is himself. I don't remember him there. Me neither. This is just our... Oh, no, he he isn't. He's in, like, a, when Deacon is talking about, like, the vampire Oh, Nazis. yeah. Okay, yeah. And it shows like a couple of them. Okay. Um, But Critters, (laughs) that doesn't make any sense. um, Sorry to cut you off. Yeah, but The Dead or the Better is a a short film. You could find it on cinemassacre.com. But it's like a, I think it's from 2005, and it's about two, like, not grave diggers, but like, who are the people who, like, stay at the graveyard, like, on the night shift? Uh, Grave watchers, let's just call them. Um, but so they stay at this and they have to keep the dead down because every night in this one cemetery that they work at um, the dead rise from their graves and they have to dispatch them and it, it's kind of like it's kind of got like that schlocky type of gore but it's like kind of like mid 2000s like computer style like editing where it's like you know if you can just kind of like erased part of it type of thing but it's it's a it's pretty good it's the type of thing you guys would probably like the deader the better you could find it on cinemassacre.com 
I watched the first Mad Max movie. Yeah. It's okay. It's very. It's a very budget movie. Um, Mindhorn. It's an okay Netflix movie. Um, the fifth season of Z Nation. It's a pretty good zombie show I've been watching for a while. Uh, the Sixth Sense. Um, unfortunately, I knew the twist before I saw it. I won't say. I think it, everybody does. Yeah. Um, but I thought it was what they were, what they did was very ingenious. Um, watch Red Rock West. Um, it's an okay Nicolas Cage movie. Not very good, but Dennis Hopper is in it, and he's like a homicidal Texas guy, and he's really funny in it. He's probably the best part of it. Um, watch Tucker, The Man in His Dream, which is a, a very good uh, France Ford Coppola. Or, um, I'm not sure if that he does it, but it's got Jeff Bridges in it. It's about a very rare car called the Tucker. And you know, the story of how it was made and then how it was kind of shut down. Uh, Shaun of the Dead, finally. The best of the Cornetta. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was a fun movie. Some nice callbacks to Romero zombies. Um, and Parks and Recreation. I love Parks. Yeah, it's good. Who's, who's your favorite? Uh, I don't know. I, Tom Haverford's pretty good. I like uh, I like uh, Ron and Andy. They're my Brandon favorites. Brandon Um Okay, that's all I've watched. The other thing I actually remember watching is uh, Gone with the Wind. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, they were playing at the Niagara Square Theaters. So I, my mom and I took my grandma and my aunt. And? I liked it. Was it your first time? Yeah. Too short? <laughs> oh, yeah. I think it would have been much better for it. They just kept going for another couple hours. That's all you have to say. <laughs> I don't know what you want me to say. <laughs> Talk about the movie. The, um, the slave. Prissy? What's her name, Prissy? I don't I remember. I can't remember. Okay, the one who was like, I can deliver a baby, and then when the baby's coming, I don't know how to deliver a baby. The really high-pitched one, yeah, she was my favorite. Okay. Yeah. And then and then she tells the uh, the rich dude, I forget his name, the uh, the main man. Rhett? Rhett, yeah, she tells Rhett, oh, Miss Scarlet just helped me a little, I did it. Yup. Good times. I liked how she married two men that she didn't actually like. <laughs> well, I'm not For sure the money. women had a lot of choice back then. I feel like she was very in control, though, with yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, anything else you want to talk about? Mm-hmm. No? Mm-hmm. Okay. I did watch... Um, oh. This uh, jumps in my mind. Um, I did watch... Uh, Velvet Bubs Buzzsaw. Buzzsaw. Bubs. Is that good? I heard it's it was okay. Awful. No, I don't think it's awful. Or Josh said it was all right, but um, it looks really good for a Netflix movie. I think it, it looks nice. I think some of the performances are really <laughs> fun. Jake Gyllenhaal um, plays a pretty interesting. Um, I, I guess you'd call it like a, a fluid gendered person. Uh, I thought that was neat. Um, 
It reminded me a lot of horror movies from maybe the early 90s, early 80s. Um, and there's like this warning of, of people not overstepping their bounds and then like there being this force that comes after them. Um, it's a little silly in some regards, but I didn't hate it. There's, I think, some pretty, pretty decent elements. Um, I was really surprised to learn that it was the same director as um, Nightcrawler. I heard, yeah. I want to see that one, too. Nightcrawler's fantastic. Maybe we'll watch it next week. Let's watch it. Will you come? Will you I, watch I, it? I can't really make it to the movie. Can you? Will you watch it? I will try to watch, watch it. watch Nightcrawler? Yeah. Okay. Um, and then I also watched um, The Umbrella Academy. Rachel forced me to watch it yesterday. And? It's Okay. I feel the same way. I read the source material, the comic. Uh, yeah. The comic is way weirder. Um, and focuses on, on them as kids. But it's almost, like, it's weird. If It's like, and I didn't feel this way when I read the comic, but the television show feels like the Royal Tenenbaums as a superhero movie <laughs> or a superhero story. It was fine. Pogo's the last character. Which one's that? The monkey butler. Oh, I like the little kid that teleports and kills people. Oh, yeah. The uh, 58-year-old man in yeah. a 13-year-old body. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, I like him. He's pretty fun. Uh, uh, Dolores. Which his mannequin Dolores? friend. Oh. His lady friend. Yeah. That's so cute. I think they stole that from Last Man on Earth. Yeah. <laughs> What was what was the mannequin's name? I don't, I don't even. Dolores. Did, did the man have a name in the was show? It, was it like Alice or something? Did I he give know. her a name? I don't think he did give her a name. You know, Rachel. I, I don't think that he would give her a name. She's just an object to him. <laughs> now that works with his character like in the season first one. First episode of The Last Man on Earth. Okay, I hated it. We both. It was. Depends. It gets better. So bad. It gets better. I would say it, it definitely. I think season two is a lot better than season one. I still, I, I love all of it, yeah. yeah. I, I enjoyed it more when his character wasn't such a bumbling... My mom despised him, and that's pretty yeah. much why she stopped watching it. But that's the first season. The yeah. second season, he, he changes, and he's more likable. Like, he's still idiotic, but, mm-hmm. like, it was frustrating how one-dimensionally ignorant he was in that first season. That kind of works, though, because of how he hasn't seen people for like a year or a couple of years I guess when was the outbreak it was like 2020 or something yeah something like that okay um you want to talk about a ghost story sure let's talk about a ghost story okay so uh plot synopsis directed by David Lowry uh in the singular exploration of legacy love loss and the enormity of existence. A recently deceased white-sheeted ghost returns to his suburban home to try and reconnect with his bereft wife. And uh, I feel like that plot synopsis is not accurate, really, almost at all. No. What did you guys think of a ghost story? I mostly loved it. Okay. I'm curious to hear what you didn't love about it. Uh, You don't have to tell me now. Okay. Okay. Um, I don't know how I feel about it. I don't know if I liked it that much. It, there was a lot of, like, one takes, which aren't 
necessarily a bad thing, but I just felt there was a lot of like sitting around eating pie. Eating like we'll almost get to the an pie. entire pie in like, in, in like a five minute scene. Um, I think the first words out of my mouth were uh, what the F? Mm-hmm. And so, like, what the F? I love that movie more than. No, I think it, I think Bride. I think it stopped at F, and then, like okay. there was a question mark. So you hated it? Not sure. I'm st- I'm still not sure. Okay. Maybe I, by the end you can come to some sort of conclusion. Probably not. No. It's been what three weeks? Yeah. So if I haven't figured it out by now, I don't think I will. But now we're talking about it. Yeah, but I've been thinking about it. Okay. Uh, have you actually been thinking about it since you've seen Yes. It? Like, every time, like, um, we were folding sheets on the weekend, and then I was telling <laughs> my mom about the movie. Then it's staying with you. If a movie stays with you, I think that's something. It is something. I'm not sure if it's a good something. I, I think it's a good thing. If a movie stays with you, even if you didn't really like it, I think that that's a testament of it, of having some sort of power. Mm. I... I think I'm along the lines of Hunter. Um, there's a lot that I, I really enjoyed about the movie. Um, I'm not sure I loved it, but I, I'm almost I really there. Really enjoyed it, and as an experiment, uh, I thought it was very interesting and a very specific study of of the ghost as a character and the ghost's place in things I really thought was uh, brave I think for a filmmaker and I love the pace and the pace comes out of like a lot of the the, the long single takes um, the very slow deliberate nothing happening the pace mostly works besides the pie scene that goes on too long I think Okay. I I was reaching for the like when she was getting up right before that happened. I was reaching for the remote to start speeding it up. I I had had enough. Wait, the pie scene? She's eating the pie. Where she eats like over half a chocolate pie. She's like almost eats the full thing. I told you I fell asleep. Mm, Okay. She eats a pie. Yeah. It's probably the most eventful part in the entire. (laughs) No. Probably the most eventful part is when the hipster guy's talking about the universe. That I I liked that monologue. I think that was probably my favorite part of it. Okay. Um. Oh, where should we start? Should we start at the beginning? Should we just bounce around? We used to start at the beginning, so sure. We so- sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that ever... And then, yeah, 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 and then we just go down the Doesn't thing. Eddie jump around? Didn't you say that I'm the... Don't okay, shift I'm, play. I'm, no, I'm the one who interrupts, and then you said that Eddie was the one who would, like, jump around to different parts of the movie. I don't know, I'm just blaming you because yeah. you're directly across from me. Okay. <laughs> we're sitting in different spots, so it would be completely different. Uh, so we start off with... Uh, the, uh, the main characters, Casey Affleck and Muna. Mooney Rara. Mooney Rara. <laughs> Rooney Mara. I like her a lot, although she's almost always hateful in the movies that she's in. Was she, she in her? her? She yeah. was in her. Yeah, yeah. The... very unlikable. Mm-hmm. She's also in um, Steven Soderbergh's, um, oh, what's it called? Um, Let me check. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> she was in. I'm looking. I'm looking. Side effects. And she's. Uh, 
that's an interesting character in that movie as well. Um, we see their their relationship. Um, they don't seem to communicate very well. How would you assess their relationship? It's been on the rocks. Yeah. She wants to move. He wants to stay. Seems like he can't really explain why he wants mm-hmm. to stay. There's memories in the house. She doesn't really agree. Um, it seems like they're in different relationships. Like, not with other people, okay, yeah. but like his perception of their relationship is different than her perception. Mm-hmm. And I, I expected a romantic movie when we started watching it, and mm-hmm. I was pleasantly surprised that I didn't get really any romance. And when it suggests that the ghost goes back to uh, reconnect with his wife, yeah, I, I don't was... think that's the case almost at all. Or at least she has no interest really in, no. in connecting with him. But their relationship's about to break up. Uh, there's some nice long shots of, of the house and her like dragging up, I don't know, a bench or something? Yeah. Mm-hmm out to the curb what did you think of the the filming of the car accident I don't just like remember it and then so it, it's just it's a shot of the house just like when okay. she's pulling the whatever it is out of the house towards the curb um, but there's smoke okay yeah, yeah, going by and then the, the camera just like looks to the right yeah, okay, <laughs> like, yeah oh I there's remember. the car accident yeah I remember now yeah I thought it was effective, I guess. I, I, I liked it, it. It wouldn't be in the, like, it wouldn't fit with the movie to actually show it, I don't think. Just No, um, but they, they also went to enough detail to make the car accident look authentic, mm-hmm. too. Like, they, they smashed up some cars. Yeah. They just it didn't was, feel like filming it. <laughs> it was a disturbing scene. Yeah, yeah, the, uh, the case um, suggested that it has a disturbing scene. Okay. Not disturbing scenes. A just one. <laughs> one specific disturbing right. scene. Where is it? Uh, and then she uh, she goes to the hospital, I guess, to identify the body. She doesn't seem terribly moved. I think she is. Yeah. Yeah. She just kind of stands there. But I just, just don't know if she knows how to process it. Yeah, I would. I would think so. And then she comes home and she has the piping scene. Mm-hmm. So yeah. what's wrong with the piping scene? It just goes on too long, I think. Okay. Yeah. And like I have like a pet peeve like against like chewing sound okay and that like oh i hate that that like really got on my nerves i stuck through the entire thing though (laughs) what really bugged me about that scene is how she was attacking the pie no one eats pie like that i've heard how was she eating it she just keeps stabbing like at first she cuts out like one piece and starts eating that and then she just like starts going at it and is it a chocolate pie yeah and are you sure it 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 was it's supposed to be a chocolate pie in context time context of the movie but it was like a vegan chocolate pie okay that's even worse because if it was an apple pie or a peach pie you could stab the pieces of apple yeah i could get mm-hmm. that but a chocolate pie it's just it's pudding <laughs> you can't stab pudding and eat it you've never eaten pudding with a with a fork but you have to scoop it you can you, you can't you can't <laughs> you stab it you stab it you lick the time yes but she she's not licking it She's like stabbing like, it, and then like, and then there's the, the like the teeth sound on yeah. the, the fork. I have that, like that's also Josh always into does the into angry. the um, the crust, and then the crust yeah, that's what she was off. doing. She so was like, um, the crust. Yeah. No, because if it, if it's a quality pie, the crust like would be quality, flaky, yeah, and it would just apart. fall apart. Yeah, yeah. Okay. you have to scoop the pie. She may have had a spoon. <laughs> or no, she's 
stabbing the yeah, you can stab with the spoon. You can like stab. But then she it stabs it and she pulls it out. Oh, okay. I thought she was like it. scooping it. No, she no. There's no scooping. She's okay. she's stabbing. Sorry. It. And I get that she's eating it angry. Yeah. And if she's eating something angry, then pick a different dessert. It was what it was. What was there? It was on the table. So she then give her a freaking spoon. She could have eaten it. <laughs> Maybe she had a sport. Pie eating contest. Maybe she had a sport. Maybe like out of Stand By Me and just like buried her face like right into it. <laughs> I didn't. Unless mind she does end up vomiting. I didn't mind the. Yeah, she does. Um, I didn't mind the pie eating scene. Uh, really? Because it liked, sounds like you did. I didn't like how she ate the pie. <laughs> but uh, she starts standing up, and then I like how she sits down, and and, and I like that she's eating it angrily. I just think. Definitely, like eating a pie. It could have been a spork. Even then, you're not gonna stab <laughs> chocolate pudding. And then, how do we know? Wait, how do we know it's chocolate? It's, Does it it's say? chocolate, yeah. Um, that was one, maybe the only scene that I would have liked the camera to have moved a little bit to maybe be a little bit closer to her, mm-hmm. get a little bit more. Acting because I think that she's a good actress and I think she could have emoted some stuff, but if the camera keeps her at a distance, yeah. Um, and then she barfs, yeah. And the ghost comes on. What do you think about the ghost design? I really love yeah. the simplicity yeah. of it. I, I like it when it sits up in the morgue. And like, mm. How did he get home? He walked home. He w- what? He walked home. Did so, we see this? Yeah. So when that yeah. thing, I think that that's thing the gate, opened, yeah, I think was that, that like supposed to be like that's heaven? the afterlife. But he didn't. He didn't. But he didn't he accept didn't. it. Yeah. Yeah. And then never really appears again. No. No. Just, no second he, chances. He walks home. I I had a little complaint about the, like I like the simplicity of the ghost. I think it's adorable. Like the the eye holes. And we talked about how the eye holes, like, they start drooping more and more throughout the movie, which gives him kind of, like, a neat character. Mm-hmm. The the texture of the blanket looked wrong to me. It looked too thick. It looked like canvas, as opposed Maybe to... Maybe that was just like to not see him under it. Maybe. No sign of that. The, the, from what I took, like, the blankets were supposed to be, like, the morgue, like, yeah. where they woke up. Mm-hmm. So why did the neighbor one have, like, a polka dot thing? Yeah. Yeah. It, maybe it depends on, on where they die. I'm not sure. Maybe the maybe the neighbor ghost um, was buried in the backyard. Maybe it was a secret? Yeah. Was, but, he, was, but he was, seemed to be waiting this, for them to this come was back. The, this was the long-awaited sequel to Trick or Treat. Trick or Treat. This was, trick, that was the, the, the guy's wife oh, that, yeah. he, that he buries. The person could have died in their house and just had a blanket placed over them that was out. Mm, that's what I was maybe thinking. What I was also wondering, I think some, some hospitals, they uh, the sheets that they have on their beds are not always like white. Like a more yeah. blanket will be different than maybe the yeah. hospital blanket. They might just pull that out off of the person. But I, I really enjoyed that relationship. Yeah, with how the, they communicated with each like, other. It was silent. And, and I thought it was kind of funny, but really touching the yeah. the subtitles. Yeah. And that they communicated across distances without speaking or anything. And years go by without them ever talking. Yeah. Like, I don't think they're coming. Oh, like, that would be really sad. And then, and then we have the family move in, and he lashes out. Mm-hmm. He destroys the kitchen. I love, I love how, he, like, how he picks up the milk. He doesn't just go like that. He goes like... <laughs> he like begs it up to like freak him out for a few and then he like throws I think he just 
like finally understand. Like I think he realizes then that he can interact, maybe. Yeah. And he like just kind of looks at it like in anger and thinking, or should he, he do it? The painting or the picture first, right? And he starts messing with them a little bit at first, and then. So why is he doing that? I think just that she hasn't come back, maybe, and he realizes that she's not coming back, and he freaks out. Do you think he just does it the one time, or do you think he does it many times? I think maybe on accident a couple times after that, but I think he just stays there. Okay. Throughout the, like, the entire construction and everything. And he's just a poltergeist. And then uh, we jump to the party scene that yeah. he really liked. I, I, like, I really like that monologue of like that guy he kind of he looked like he was like a like a like a cousin to like that guy in Evil Dead too. JJ he had those same like like kind of like grimy like looking face and like the overalls um but yeah I, I really liked that scene where it's just like he's just like so what is it he's explaining about just like he's talking like, about like legacies and stuff and just like how and time and how the universe just be set, right? yeah. and how nothing really all. happens yeah, yeah. I'll just do it all over again and over again. There were things about that that I enjoyed and also things that I didn't. They seemed to be talking about it a lot while also not saying much at all at the same time. I really enjoyed that. It yeah. seemed like he was making it up as he was doing it. Because it, it didn't seem like somebody sat down and wrote that for him. Yeah. It was one of those kind of drunken monologues that people have where there's probably an idea there, but they're not, they haven't really thought it through. They haven't had time. They didn't sit down. Yeah. It's not planned. But and so, like, he, he's saying a bunch of things and kind of contradicts himself every now and then. And then it's like he, he wants to make this point, but then yeah. he abandons that point and he moves on to a new Because at first it seems like he's trying to get this person, like, write their book because it will be remembered in the yeah. future. But then he starts talking about how, uh, like, it doesn't matter because the universe is going to end. So whatever you do doesn't matter. And then he goes back on saying it does matter. And, like, just, uh, But what if that's... Sweet. What if that's intentional? Because he's, he's got, like, a bunch of, like, crushed beer cans all surrounding him. So it's, I think it's implied that he's rather intoxicated. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, th I think so. I thought he started off, in, like, a little antagonistic of her. Yeah. Um, what I didn't like about it, it seemed really too indie to me. I think the whole movie is very indie, I think. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I would have liked to have had him have a conversation instead of him... Him being, like, the only person who talks, yeah. yeah. I was all right with that. Uh, but his delivery, I loved his delivery. His voice was great. Like, I, his performance I really enjoyed. Was he just, like, a no-name? Or has he I been in so. anything else? I, I didn't recognize him for anyone. We can check. Um, I mean, I think that's sometimes, like, that's... that. That like if just like somebody is like a no name in, in like one movie, but like that's like the best, you know, like they're the best part of it, mm -hmm. arguably. You know what I mean? I really like the song that he makes. Okay, we skip that. He yeah. he he's so he's a musician, right? I I imagine, and he plays that song for Munirara. Munirara, <laughs> yeah. And I thought that was a really good callback when we when the ghost visits that the second time so we're kind of skipping things yeah. a little bit but the uh, the song callback where she puts it on and she listens and do they play the entire song I think they play most of it and then she just takes off the yeah. headphones and walks away which 
speaks to the kind of relationship that they had and you're wondering what he's waiting for. And if you listen to the lyrics of it, it's like really downbeat. It's, I think the lyrics were like someone like, like leaving someone like behind. I think that's his view on the relationship or something like that. I don't don't know. It's weird. I did find it. Okay. So there are a couple things about Casey Affleck's uh, performance. I guess you could call it a performance that I wasn't crazy about. One, he's way too good. Yeah. Like, I, was like, I don't understand why he's so, like, fit. <laughs> it's, it's, it just didn't, it didn't ring true for, for that character. Um, and then the other thing, when he's, when he's playing the song, you see him singing at the piano. Uh, I had a hard time believing that Casey Affleck was singing that song. Mm-hmm. But I was fine with it. I, it's, it's a little leap. I'm nitpicking, I think. Uh, and then we get the time travel stuff where it goes far into the future, the office the building, past, and yeah. then we go back in time to settler days. The family moves in, they, they get killed, and the girl decomposes. That might be my favorite sequence. When she puts the note on her, then they all get killed, and she like goes under the grass. Mm-hmm. Particularly that, like... The, the travel back in time yeah. I really enjoy um, I like the house getting knocked down too mm-hmm. it's a bit of a jump scare mm-hmm. when you just stand in there is that when the, the ghost across the street disappears no it, he disappears before I think yeah. much yeah oh yeah no, she no, just, cause, yeah. cause they're cause they're both houses get destroyed and then they're both standing there and then she says I don't think he's I don't think they're coming and then she are they both standing in the rubble of the destroyed houses? No, it's in the window before. I'm pretty oh, sure. I don't think it is. I'm pretty sure they're standing in the rubble. Okay, maybe I'm wrong. What? It's been three weeks. So. <laughs> um, when the ghost, the his ghost friend across the street, his ghost neighbor, when, uh, I would imagine it's a she, I'm just, maybe that's I don't the know. sexist I was going on the floor. I know, I, I know the director yeah. plays that ghost, so okay. I just took it as a he. Okay. Anyways, the, the neighbor across the street disappears. Oh. And she, she says, I don't, I don't think they're coming back. She also doesn't, or it, the ghost doesn't know who they are, who they're waiting for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I think is, is neat. Yeah. Do you think Casey Affleck's ghost is also kind of equally removed, unaware? I think by the time that it's in like the futuristic building, I think that's probably when it forgets and then it jumps off the roof and then it goes back to settler times and it might remember then. So then it goes back to the future again to read the note and so it can finally move on. And then that's when he disappears. Yeah. But you never find out what's on the note. And you're never gonna? Yeah. Because she forgot what she wrote. He's like, he read it fast. Maybe it was just one word. Maybe. I don't think it matters what's on no. the note. I think it's more of a MacGuffin. Um, and uh, then he kind of relives their their relationship. Neat thing that like he as a ghost is responsible for making that noise. The one. Yeah. Yeah, I, I liked that. Yeah. I saw that coming. Kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. I had a feeling it was a ghost, but I didn't. I wasn't expecting that it was gonna be him. I knew that had something to do with time, so I assumed that it was him. And I thought it was gonna be. Mm-hmm. More about their relationship. 
So I thought he was going to just stay through. And then he just he picks up the note in the water and uh, and gets it. And as soon as he yeah. gets it, does he even read it, or does he just he just he opens he it. He opens it. I like, know. Okay. So. It looked really small, so probably didn't have much on it. Mm-hmm. So he could have read it fast. Uh, apparently, nobody knows what's on the note. Yeah. yeah. She wrote it and then forgot. Mm-hmm. And she like the director didn't tell her what to what to write. She said, write something meaningful to you or something. And then she says she forgets. I'm sure she doesn't, but. Any guesses? What she wrote? Yeah, so she said that it was like leaving like a, a part of her yeah. behind, right? So what, what, what could it be? I, I like mac and cheese. I like chocolate pie. I hate chocolate <laughs> pie because it threw up. Uh, I, I, I love the idea that we don't know what's on the note. Mm-hmm. His incessant picking at it for something. The commentary that that makes about leaving something behind, particularly when uh, she asks him, like, why do you want to stay? And he's like, because of our history here. And she says, what history? And, like, she leaves something behind. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. That's a quick summary of the movie. Was she, like, I'm not sure if she, like, she was influenced by the little girl in the past, because she also leaves the note under the rock. And she talks about leaving notes also, so is there, is it just because of the house, or is there a connection there? Is it just a coincidence, or? Like an ancestor? Yeah, or is it the house that makes her do that? That's a good question. Are the ghost's presence? Because we don't know how many times you went through Mm -hmm. that cycle. Is it human nature? Maybe, maybe it's, maybe it's just a physical, physical representation of you leaving something, be, part of you behind when you have to move on. I think it's, that's how I read it. Yeah. It's, it's a metaphor. It's shorthand. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an easy way to visually convey that. And then the, how temporally limited we are, that we are bound by and in time, and we are definitely very finite and then the uh, the musician wanting to I would imagine like create art as something to to leave behind that's going to affect people mm-hmm. and he can't even move his girlfriend and yet she wants to make her her impact it seems like she wants to make her impact more on the individual like she wants to have a meaningful relationship with him and he's having a meaningful relationship with his art I don't know. It's very happier next time. Like Nightcrawler? Yeah. Is that one happier? No. I know it's I know it's like disturbing, right? It's 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 very dark. Very gross. Okay. Feeling. Well let's not just watch something depressing then, because I'm pretty sure Lost in Translation is It's really funny, but also horribly sad. And also I assume that Elephant Man is also Um It's not bad. Yes and no. There's some happy scenes in it, some sad scenes. Just a lot of tenderness and kindness, but also prejudice and alcoholism. Wrapping up ghost stories, a ghost Um, story. Favorite scenes, least favorite scenes? Uh, I'm going to say favorite and least favorite (laughs) to the pie. (laughs) Yeah, I like the feeling behind an emotion, but it goes on too long. Okay. Um, 
think I liked the eternity monologue thing that one guy was doing. And that was my favorite scene. I think maybe my least favorite scene was maybe the pie. But there was stuff about that that I liked. Like, I kind of liked the framing of it. But then it just, like Hunter said, it just was like, okay. Okay, oh, it's still going. Yeah. You know. Like, I kind of lost the movie there. Like, I started thinking to myself, like, not about the movie. Just, mm. you know, I was in my own mind there. Do you think it would have benefited if there's more dynamic filming of that scene? No, just like a minute shorter would have okay. done it. Oh, oh, I didn't mention this. Oh, let's continue with this. No, no, you it. talk. There's a really fantastic feeling of dread throughout the entire movie. Yes. For a film that's not a horror movie. And it's just, it's so quiet and minimalistic yeah and like it's very unnerving Mm -hmm. that's probably what I like the most of it and I think it comes it comes from like the the pace and the commitment to just telling a a story that has no real story did you like anything? I liked the uh, when he was smashing the plates in the kitchen Okay, I already said I like the time travel, particularly back in time. Um, And it it showed nicely how he might perceive time. Is he experiencing everything at once? I don't think so. I think he experiences, like, important events in people's life. Like, he experiences Christmas for for the kids, and, like, that's really important to kids. It's still important to, like, older people. It's still their, um... He like experienced like this new building and like how this place has turned into a like bustle, but that's not really human, so it doesn't experience much of it. He experiences the past with their life and death, and the party where I think I don't think like anyone owned that house for that party. I think they were just going there to party. Okay. So I don't know. I think uh, the human part is most important there. I like how it doesn't, he doesn't do, like, another freakout, but, like, it's implied that he does, because, like, the light's going, like, and he, like, looks up at it, and then it just kind of cuts to, like, it's even more derelict. Mm-hmm. So he just doesn't want anybody living in his house. Oh, yeah, stars? I think I'm somewhere between, like, a four and a four and a half. Um, I'll go four and a half. I'm gonna go four and a half too. I'm gonna a, give it a, a bit too slow. Oh, sorry. <laughs> a bit too slow in parts, but still just amazing filmmaking. It made me really sad, and I love the mu- I love the song, and the rest of the music's really good too. I'm gonna give it a two. A two. I'm sorry. Wow, is there? You don't have to apologize to me. I know. I just didn't expect that. Yeah. Negative nine. We just did this. I know Emily could go either way because she really likes sad, depressing things. I do like sad, depressing things. I don't know. I don't know. Flip a coin. All right, a two, a four and a half, a four and a half, and a question mark. You know. 
Does it fail? No. Okay. So, so it's higher it than a two and a half. Or a two and a half or higher. Well, no, I feel like a fail would be no stars. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Because I, like, so, I, I give it a two, but I, I really liked that monologue, and I liked kind of the aspects of the pie thing. I think two and a half is a pass there. I usually go yeah. that way. Yeah. So it has a, does, did it reach a pass? Well, she just said that it passed. Yeah, no, so that means no, it has no, to be at least... No, it fail, but didn't pass, you know? The, no, there's no. It's either <laughs> yeah, pass or fail. no, because, like, it didn't... Is it like when a kid uh, fails a class, but a teacher bumps that, that mark up just yeah. to a 50? So, so they technically failed, but they also passed? Yes. They didn't fail, but they really did So it's pass. at, like, a 48% now for you? <laughs> <laughs> this is going too complex. So it's like, it's like a 2.49. Or yeah. But you're like just gonna like wheels. bump it up to a two point like five. But it's not really a two point yeah, five. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> sure. Okay. It's a pity pass. All right. Good. Uh, the guy that does the monologue in the kitchen, uh, his name is Will Oldham, and he's a uh, a musician. Mm-hmm. Uh, common sense. Um. Common sense media. Um, parents need to know that a ghost story is an artful poetic meditation on life, death, love, place, and other things. Although it is not a horror movie, despite its title, it has a few brief moments of strong violence, including a dead body in a car crash with a trickle of blood on his forehead and a family slaughtered by arrows. Bloodstains are shown and their bodies decompose over time, rotting somewhat graphically. A couple is shown lying in bed, perhaps naked, nothing sensitive is shown, and kissing tenderly. Language is sparse, but does include a single use of F-King and a use of S-T. Um, some background drinking beer, some background drinking beer, liquor is shown. This is a simple movie that casts a delicate spell. Many may resist it, some viewers may find it ridiculous, but others will find it profoundly transporting. I think that's a really good look at it. They, did, they used their common sense. Uh, well, here's Movie Guide. Uh-oh. Yeah. Oh, you got to um, think of this. I know. It, uh, it scores a negative two extreme caution. Uh-oh. Oh. Is this, this going to be a Train pagan worldview? It's yeah. going to be because Oh, ghosts. hold on. Light Christian biblical worldview about <laughs> God and the afterlife that refutes humanist existentialism, including a family praise in the Lord's name. But the story involves a dead man whose ghost silently observes his wife in their home after his death for one obscenity... Four one obscenities, including three F words, two of which are in a song, one profanity, woman vomits to toilet, ghost jumps off building, man is killed in a car crash, which is seen after the fact, but not gruesome, and a kid, uh, family is killed. Um, And the aftermath is seen uh, kissing. It is up in the air if the couple in the movie is married, but they do sleep together. Woman and man not married seen entering a bedroom woman is seen under sheets but nothing is shown but her bare back plus upper male nudity alcohol use and drunkenness no smoking or drug use and nothing else objectionable that does not sound like extreme caution (laughs) i'm surprised it wasn't the building is smashed down yeah all right okay i have to go all right is that all we're gonna do 
should we stop? Should we get to the other two? We can go really fast. We spent a lot of time on, on a ghost story, but we could do Lost in Translation and well, we Alpha do, Man really fast. We could do like Lost. See ya, Hunter. Goodbye. We could do like Lost in Translation and then do like Alpha Man and whatever the other one next week. Okay. What do you think? I don't really care. Okay. Um, Lost in Translation. Um, let me find a plot synopsis. You guys can talk. <laughs> Rachel's texting me. What is she saying? Um, her mom thinks that having a spare is stupid. A spare tire? Period. Oh, a spare period. What? An extra class, you know? Okay. Why? What? What? Why do we get spares? Um, because you only need a certain number of courses to graduate. Really? Mm-hmm. And if you get every single one of yours, um, you'll end up with uh, some extra time because you don't need to fill them up with classes. Mm. Or else you'll have more than you need. A lot of people don't take spares and they just up their timetable with classes. So I think usually by the time you hit grade 12, you can have one or two spares. Hmm. Especially if you do co-op. Right. And you get the doubles. I took summer. Um, what'd you take? Some, um, I took gym before grade Oh, yeah. Good and call. I took civics and careers because of a certain teacher, you know? You know? Nope. <laughs> nope. And I don't want to know right now. All right. Um, okay, so the synopsis for Lost in Translation is uh, a faded movie star and a neglected young woman form an unlikely bond after crossing paths in Tokyo. Directed by Sofia Coppola and starring Bill Murray and Scarlett Johansson. Also Giovanni Ribisi. Um, what did you guys think? I didn't like it. No? No. Okay. I loved it. Loved it a lot. Uh, five stars. I'm jumping to the end. Um, I'm going to give it a negative one. This one doesn't pass? No. No. No, um, no pity pass for, for Lost in Translation. I'm surprised. I, you laughed a lot. Okay. When he was filming the commercial and the director mm-hmm. went on for minutes and then, and then the translator's just like, yes. There's that, there's him in the shower, there's him on the uh, the treadmill or the, the stair climber thing. <laughs> there's some really fantastic Bill Murray stuff. I did, I did like the him and Scarlett Johansson scenes. No? No. Why? When, when he was by himself, it was eh, but I don't know, I just, I didn't like how they interacted with each other, I guess. It's kind of creepy. So, it's not in their performance... It's just that he's some old guy hanging out with some young girl? Well, both. Oh, you didn't like the performances either? No. Okay. I'm not a huge fan of Scarlett Johansson. Okay. I might be. (laughs) And it has hardly anything to do with her acting. I think she's very pretty. Um, I think she's an okay actress. I think she's good in this. Um, I like their scenes together. Particularly where they're just lying in bed, like watching television and talking. Like they remind me of, like, 
my mental image of like what girlfriends do when they hang out together or they're just like in their pajamas on a bed talking about just random stuff doing each other's hair that's what it's like right Rachel might play Monopoly okay you can do that too uh, but there's there seems like hardly any romance going on in between them and I really enjoyed that but I don't know I just didn't like it there are a couple parts that I'm not crazy about. When they're doing the karaoke, they seem to highlight what's going on romantically. Yeah. And then towards the end, with the kiss that he gives her. Um, I read I'm a not... thing where she hated that. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Okay. Apparently he's a terrible kisser. Okay. Yeah. I can see that. I think he probably have bad breath. Yeah, he's like smells slobbery. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. He does kind of have like the jowls, mm-hmm. like, a, like a Saint Bernard. Like Nixon. I would have much preferred the end of it to to just rest with him, like giving her a kiss on the cheek, and it being more just two lonely people that found each other, but not romantic. I would have preferred it to have handled things like. Like on that side of things more because I like there is a creepiness that kind of comes out of it if there's like a romance. Yeah, yeah. She's like what twenty? Probably. Yeah. How old is he supposed to be? Oh, I would imagine he's supposed to be fifty or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I liked it. Uh, I I I liked all the scenes with Bill Murray when he's just you know like the commercial and when he's like exercising and all that. Because that stuff like that was genuinely funny. Mm-hmm. It's interesting, too, that it's almost like we have two separate movies going until they meet. We spend a lot of time with, with her by herself, um, or her with her husband being uh, not given a lot of attention, and then we have Bill Murray's story as well, and then they, they just sort of meet up, but pretty far into the movie. Mm-hmm. So we have these different characters that, that end up being on like a collision course which is really neat I think that the the environment looks fantastic I think they they really shoot Tokyo well mm-hmm. Rachel didn't like it either no no okay. it was a pointless movie <laughs> alright what'd you think of the elephant man or ghost story find it uh keep us posted okay okay uh i also agree the uh the commercial and um photography scenes are pretty pretty fantastic i think bill murray's got some really good uh comic timing uh but i think his dramatic performance is really good too mm-hmm Favorite scene? Least favorite scene? Uh, I think all the scenes I just mentioned. Am I allowed to have more than one? Sure. Okay, so I guess all the stuff I mentioned. Okay. Like on the stair climber and the the shower. <laughs> Why didn't he just... Raise it higher? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it was like here on him. He, <laughs> like, and there was more bars. Yeah, it was like... <laughs> I 
favorite scene or most frustrating scene? <laughs> the, the most frustrating <laughs> was the shower. Okay. But my favorite was the commercial. Okay. Apparently, um, Bill Murray was the inspiration for his character was uh, Harrison Ford. <laughs> what? <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. In any particular movie or just in no, general? no, just Harrison Ford as a human being. Oh, that's weird. Apparently, when they went there to film or when the movie was being written, Harrison Ford was basically what Bill Murray was, uh, where like he was on all sorts of billboards and. And stuff supporting like beer companies and things. I thought that was kind of interesting. I didn't really get um, a Harrison Ford Ford vibe off of mm-hmm. him, but there was like when people talked to him about the kind of movies that he was in, he's definitely not playing Bill Murray. He's playing like an action star. Yeah. Like a Liam Neeson, I guess today. Mm-hmm. Um. It's one of those movies where you just spend time with people and they're hanging out and nothing really happens. And I don't know, kind of like Ghost Story, there's no real plot really to it. Just two people they meet, they spend some time together, and then they don't. I was kind of hoping at the end that when he was chasing after her, the person that turned around wouldn't be her. That would have been hilarious. I, I was, I was wondering amazing. That. I was wondering if that was going to happen. Oh, but how many blonde people are there? You know? Cause, like, uh, all there's a lot of tourism. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. But I feel like since they were like so focused on her, it would have had to be her. Okay. There's also a lot of whimsy in the movie. It feels, I don't know, almost fairy tale-ish in parts. Like, uh, I think probably particularly when they go out um, kind of partying with her friends. There's like a, I don't know, an unreality to it. Like a fuzziness that I think is really nice. I'm feeling regret for giving it five out of five stars prematurely. (laughs) (laughs) I think it was going on just the feeling that I had when we started talking about it. But I think that I would probably bring it down. Um, Bring it down to what? I don't know, probably four and a half. Mm. I forgot about my nitpicks on the relationship, and I feel like that really hampers it. I would have... That there's a little bit of romance there does bug me. Or am I putting it there? Like, it's there, right? The romance? Yeah. Kind of. That's maybe like an undertones of it. Um, And if he doesn't kiss her on the lips at the end, I think like a lot of that would go away mm-hmm. like, I like the idea of them just being friends or him being like a father figure yeah and then he kisses her and yeah. it gets creepy yeah well I don't think dads kiss their, their daughters on not the like, like that, that. Mm-hmm. nope nope but I'm super happy that there's no like they definitely don't uh, do it yeah there's no it yeah no it doing it is just gross Rachel gives it one star okay mm-hmm. well that's, you know, something. <laughs> Did she say anything about Ghost Story? Uh, three stars. Really? Mm. Yeah. Huh. 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 Okay. Uh, so, what do you think? Mm. Stars. I'm going to give it 
Can I give like since? Hmm, I'm gonna give it a three. Okay. But I really did like all the scenes with Bill Murray. If I could just put those, put this. If it was just like the scenes with Bill Murray, like you know, doing his shtick, I'd I'd probably say like a five. Yeah, if, if it was just like <laughs> Bill Murray walking around Tokyo. <laughs> That'd be it, but well, I mean, that's, ba- that's basically what the, there is no real plot. It's just Bill Murray and Scarlett Johansson walking around Tokyo. I think his performance is, is really nuanced. He he brings good life to that character. It's, yeah. I think he did a good job. Mm-hmm. And so you're going to give it a zero? We'll give it half a star. Half a star. All right. All right. Okay. Uh, okay. Given the time, we will do Elephant Man next week. All right. Well, not next week. We've got March break. Oh, oh yeah. March break. Okay. Have a day one day, listeners. Oh.